a very belated edition of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, this is Ash speaking. Uh, if you've paid any attention to our Twitter feed, um, you know where I've been. Um, and I've been recuperating. Um, the other uh, members of our podcast, um, you're going to have to ask them where they've been and what they need to answer for. Uh, we have Tim, Murdy, Murda. Wow, I got the the Mur- first Mur- entrance? Mur- what is this? I don't know. It's just Murdy, right? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but I'm just shocked at my placement of interest. I, I miss being the end. I'm hurt. <laughs> Sorry, I changed it up a bit. I don't like it. I want the champion's entrance next time. <laughs> no, because we have a new person that deserves it more than you do. <gasps> dare you. <laughs> and we also have our dear friend, our New York native, Kiara. Hey, everyone. And we have our new... Uh, brand spanking new podcaster. I want everyone to give a hearty welcome to our friend Haley. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Hi, Haley. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about K-pop, whatever you want to say. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm Haley, as you have heard. Um, I'm from Arizona born and raised. I'm kind of like a baby K-pop fan a little bit. I mean, there's newer ones, but it's only been since like spring 2014 that I've really, really gotten into it. Wow, you're a baby. You're definitely But yes, I'm very excited to be here. Who are your um, favorite, who are the groups that you um, like to listen to, Haley? Girls' Generation, FX, EXO, uh, a lot of SM, uh, Teen Top, I really like, BTS, and then Seventeen, uh, Red Velvet. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, like awesome. other people, obviously, but those you know, are my even, main ones. Even in her voice, you can tell she's like this young youth. <laughs> <laughs> We were all young ones. But like, I, all, I, all I she's saying is the depression of being a K-pop fan hasn't hit you yet. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't even resist being like snarky at the like Big Bang concert, and I got some nasty looks, so I didn't care. Um, yeah, but oh, Haley, it's great having you either. here, <laughs> and it's great having another perspective here because we're like I said, we're all old crotchety. Um, K-pop bands, um, and it's nice to have a fresh new perspective here of someone that, you know, has is, is just gotten into it, and it's it's, it's still pure and and, and pure. I have hope. Um, so, <laughs> so um, it's it, it is really interesting though because um, I don't know. It, it might get to the article, but there is an article online about the the new wave of of. K-pop groups and that sort of thing, and um, a lot of us older K-pop fans are still hanging on to um, <clears throat> 2008, post uh, pre-2010 kind of groups, and um, 
I think we need to kind of uh, just uh, accept that, you know, we, there's new blood coming in. So, Haley, you are our new blood. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I was going to make a separate, um, a separate podcast for this, but uh, it was a little too difficult to get everyone together. And so I'm going to try and condense this as much as possible. But you guys have to understand that I went to see my very first huge K-pop concert in the U.S. this past weekend. I went to see it. Um, I have I died and came back to life several times. I was like on life support for most of the trip <laughs> pretty much but I had a very good time and you guys will soon see video evidence of that on our Twitter and maybe some other social media um, Haley uh, being that you are a fairly new K-pop fan what are your thoughts of, if any that you have on Big Bang well, um, I will say that, like, as I, as I've come into K-pop, all I've heard are like negative things about the things that they've done. You know, mm. um, I don't hate Big Bang. Like, I have Big Bang songs on my iPod. Like, I really liked um, like Loser, so I put that on my iPod and stuff like that. And Fantastic Baby, of course. Um, I don't have a lot of opinions on Big Bang. I have seen G Dragon live because I went to KCON in 2014, uh, and he had a lot of stage presence. I totally get what you mean about like why he's so popular. Like he was—I don't even particularly like him very much, but he was like amazing on stage. So I totally get it. But okay, yeah. Is it um, the fact that there may be like a older group? that maybe you don't have as much, like, uh, invested in them? Or is it just, you I know, think you it's just, just don't particularly care taste. for their style? I think it's just personal taste, you know. And mm -hmm. hearing, like, so many things about them, like, how many times they've messed up made me, like, uh, maybe I won't dive headfirst into this group <laughs> type thing. Don't you I mean, like Exo? I do like Exo. How can I, how can I talk because I do like Exo? As long as you know. I'm just yeah. <laughs> Hold yeah. on, wait a minute, because you're talking about the most colorist group and you're a fan of them. Right, yeah. Not slow. I mean, because, you know, they are considered, like, one of the, like, some, like, you hear from people sometimes, especially some of us older crotchety fans about the golden age of K-pop. And this is kind of, it is kind of when, I guess, K-pop started to, it's, it, it kind of, it was when social media started to kind of bloom online, and then, you know, K-pop started to kind of bloom at the same time, you know, people started to be, you know, communities, you know, cropped up and that sort of thing, and that was when um, Wonder Girls were, um, they had, they were on, they were on top um, at that time with Big Bang. They were kind of, Wonder Girls and Big Bang were paired up a lot, actually. Um, 
in their um and I don't I hate to say infancy because that sounds weird, but you know, in, in their younger years because they debuted around the same time. Um, which is something that you don't normally you wouldn't not see now, I don't think. Um but uh they came around uh, around the same time. Um Wonder Girls had a song, they had nobody that that did really well. Um um Girls Generation had G. Um Big Bang. Uh, you know, they were just I I don't know if they hit their peak at that point, but they were basically gaining momentum at that at that point, you know, with Haru Haru and Lies. Um TBXQ before they broke up. <laughs> um, they had been going on for a while and they had you know, hit after hit. Um, uh, you know, Boa was still fairly relevant. Um, and I, I think people kind of, you know, look at that period with nostalgia because a lot of the older groups that you see coming back were kind of at their peak at that period. Um, and I forgot where I was talking about. <laughs> I forgot what, my, what 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 I was was leading to with that. But yeah, I I think that's the thing with like uh um a lot of maybe younger fans is they don't um I I, I feel that was interesting because this summer I feel like a lot of the older groups came back and it was it was interesting to see them kind of. A contrast with the younger groups that are coming in. So, with that, let's go through. Uh, I guess let's go through um, some of the news that we've been we've missed over like the past month. Are you guys ready for that? Yeah. Yep. All right. So. MVs that have come out. Um, J Park solo featuring Hoodie. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to mention um, Eileen's um, insane MV. Her MV for Insane and for Mind Your Own Business. Um, what do we think of those? Obviously, she had to kind of work around her injury, but she has won um, one or two uh, show awards for, for I think, Mind Your Own Business since then. Yeah, Mind Your Own Business is the one she's promoting. Um, I feel like every time Ailey comes back, they always have this whole thing of, like, she's coming back and she's, Doing something different, but I feel like they—they're not that I dis—that I dislike what they do with her musically, necessarily, but they don't—that you know—they try and make it out like they're trying, like they're doing something so revolutionary with her and her sound, but they really don't. I mean, they're keeping the same. I mean, insane might might qualify 
But mind your own business, Jimmy was like, you know, more of the same. Yeah, I agree. I mean, mind your own business is pretty much the, like, generic Ailey formula of, like, either this guy doesn't love me at the beginning and now he does because I got pretty or he didn't or he left me or whatever. Like, this one was, he left me and now I'm so angry about it. And, like, I don't know. I don't like this this trope. I really don't like in music videos. And I know, like, people always get mad or whatever and, like, they're, you know, people people do get angry. But I don't think... I think when you have music videos like this, it just glorifies, like, the fact that it's okay to do that. And there are people, like, I know people even in my town who have reacted in, like, crazy ways towards getting dumped or whatever. And, like, they're always, it's always girls, and it's always crazy. Like, it's always destroying of property. And, it's, I, I, and I don't like it. I think that this is a really, really bad trope. And, like, Even the guys moments, end up murdering their girlfriends. Because girls never do that either. Well, not saying that they don't, but I'm, I, but the point the point is like, how many male music videos have a guy murdering his girlfriend for dumping him that you've seen in K-pop recently? Because they would would, I've would never get seen the shit rid out of them if they right. Did but that. that's what I'm saying is like, but a girl can go destroy property and it's a good music video and we all had fun and it was cute. Like that that's kind of the point that I'm trying to make here. Obviously these are two extremes and I would never say that murder is anywhere close to damaging public property. Please break my stuff before you kill me any day of the week. Obviously. But what I'm saying is like this is another trope we shouldn't support. And like it was cute or whatever. There's a lot of fun moments but it's like when you do stuff like this, it makes it just look like that stuff isn't a big deal. And I don't think that you should support that kind of thing. That being said, like the song also isn't very special. It's very, very like generically made Ailey music. And it sucks because she's yeah. so talented that she doesn't have to do that. Like you could give her good songs. Insane is very, very interesting. It's slower, like it's more ballady, but it's way more interesting than Mind Your Own Business that's literally just a rehash of her last song. Yeah, if you that's the issue the I have is that Mind Your Own Business is is lazy, I think. Yes, as I agree. As far as it's the whole, the concept, the... Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong, like, she sounds beautiful on it. She is an incredible vocalist. I mean, it's, it's like, of course she, she sounds, like, incredible. she has a good voice, but it's like... Right, that's what I'm saying. She's like, going to sound I get beautiful it. on almost anything, but it's like, they right. don't know how to use it. They don't know how I to agree. use it. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just the lack of her being able to influence her own music or what. I have no idea. I don't know what goes on on that label. Um, but I just think it, it's just not... Like, her, her. even the music video for uh, Insane is so much more impactful, in my opinion. Like, I thought it was really beautifully done and very interesting. It's probably one of my more favorite videos from this year. I really like the way it's done, and it's very artsy, and it sucks that that's the video she got hurt on. Um, but it's still, like... I wish that was the song that she promoted, and I bet it wouldn't have won, and I bet it would have done worse, but it was lovely, and it was very interesting to watch, and the whole dance and everything, the portrayal of it was really pretty. I really, really liked it, um, and uh, I don't rem remember. I know I saw the lyrics once, but that's it, and I haven't gone back to like listen to it a bunch, but I think it's a similar kind of concept, so I mean, there's that, but... I don't know. I, I like it a lot better, but it's Ailey, so I'm just happy that she's back. And she also has a, yeah. a concert in L.A. or San Diego. I can't remember which at the Valley View Casino, I believe, um, that's coming up. Uh, I don't think a lot of people know about it. It hasn't been posted on a Mona or anything, but if you guys like Ailey, there is a concert, and the tickets are pretty cheap. Um, so yes, Tim, you should go. 
I want to go really bad, but <laughs> I think it's on a Friday, and if it's on a Friday, I can't make it. <laughs> That's basically oh. what it comes down to. If it's on a Saturday, I would definitely go because the even the like really nice tickets are only like a hundred, like ten or something, and they're like right there at the stage. So I mean, I would I go too if her, I had a so chance great. to see her. I mean, just because. I mean, you know you're going to get somebody that at least is going to be able to perform. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I agree. I mean, Ailey, like, I think she's one of those people that's like, people look at her and it's like, yes, of course. She's she's mega talented and she's amazing, but there's nothing that she's done that has really, um, at least for the South Korean public, I feel like has really put her above the rest, you know, oh, as far as um, just uh, image-wise. You know, everyone can agree that she's got talent, and mm -hmm. she's a wonderful singer. Um, so, I, you know, I, you know, hopefully, you know, she's just got the talent, so I, you know, hopefully she can go on to have a career as good as in Sunnis or, you know, any of the other great singers. Um, and I, I think she definitely has the, um, the ability to, but I also hope that she's able to do, you know, the kind of music that she wants to do. Um, I know she was uh, dabbling around with some stuff in the States. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Lovelies <laughs> came out with their Achu MV. You have any commentary on that? Lovelies eight. I didn't even. I haven't watched it or anything. <laughs> but I do think it's interesting that they're coming back with eight, but also sad that people can't seem to let the thing with the girl Jisoo, I think her name is, go? Especially it's also not was... over. That's part of the reason that people don't want to let it go is that nothing's been completely dropped. <laughs> That's part of the issue. Really? I thought they... Did they... Was it not true, or is it... Like the the girl that was, like, at the forefront of it... Um, it has been proven to be like a liar or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was like. I think she stepped away from it or they found some things that were inconsistent, but there were supposed to be multiple girls and nobody said anything about those multiple girls. It's like one oh, walking away. So everybody I see. About it. Which is why some people are still holding on to the grudge of like, this hasn't been completed and there were so many details and like so much proof that all came out at the very beginning and you haven't complete you haven't completely knocked off all of this proof right so people are having a hard time giving her the benefit of the doubt when there's still so much proof out there that hasn't been disproven if that makes I sense see, i see see okay. i didn't know that i thought they had had already like no they took out the main girl though and she stepped away or um was proven like that she wasn't telling the full truth or something like that. I don't remember the exact details, but I know for sure that the main girl that was like at the forefront of all of it has stepped away from it. But there were other girls that were involved in that when it first came out, and there's like a bunch of evidence that hasn't been proven false. So. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, so far, um, oh, 
Did someone? Oh, have no, I was just saying that. As for yes. the song, though, um, I mean, if you don't like QC, you're never gonna like Lovey's music until they walk away from it. Um, but for me, I like it. It's a, it's a, it's a Lovely's cutesy type. So. Kiara, like G Friend versus Lovely's. Which one? Lovely's. Okay. G Friend to me, please don't. <laughs> the that second rate looking group trying to be lovely, trying to be you know April. No, keep it down. Okay. Dang, trying, trying to be, be April. <laughs> Brand new group. Oh, trying to be this one. Okay. <laughs> um, wait, wait, wasn't Lovely's out before April? Uh, I think so. Was I it mean, It was Lovely's first, and then eight and G. And then it was April, but still, April's just better. Sorry, I don't like G-Friend. G-Girlfriend. I don't want you to be my girlfriend. I don't want you to be my girlfriend. You can go somewhere else. I don't <laughs> okay, so we know where Kiara stands. Um, okay, so um, God Seven came out with If You Do. MV, and they have been doing fairly well, um, uh, considering uh, their competition. Um, you know, I like I I like God Seven. I I don't stand for them, but you know, they I I like them. I I like their personalities. I mean, they've um, like I said, they've been doing well. They were uh, rank, They were ranking number one on the Billboard World Albums. Um, you know, they've been uh, they've been getting good support from their fans and from from other people. And I think you know, even though they haven't been getting as much maybe attention as say Icon, um, considering their competition, they have been doing. Pretty well. Does anyone? What is? I mean, it's anyone else got seven fans or have anyone else thing to say I about? Love, I love Got Seven, um, and I'm kind of indifferent towards this comeback. I don't necessarily dislike it, but it didn't. It's more. It, uh, it's it a, doesn't call it's to me like more their serious other side of them, you know. Right, but it it yeah. just. I don't know. It didn't have like the catch that I wanted. I guess um, I'm glad that it's doing well. They got their first two wins um, on MTV The Show, so congratulations to the boys. Um, and they they have a new like a new web show that they've been doing, which is hilarious. And it's just like two of the guys hanging out together talking. It's a lot of fun, um, and it's on the JYP channel. Uh, most of them are subtitled too, I believe. So. We can all enjoy it, um, but they're they're really nice dudes, so I'm I'm glad that they're doing well. Like this song, like I said, didn't really hit for me, but I don't dislike it. Like it's just every every group has a song that I just feel like, eh, you know, like eh, it could come and go. That's this song for me for sure. I liked their other song before this more. I thought it was more fun, and the dance was more uh, more fun, and the music video itself was more fun. But this one's fine. I mean, I'm glad they're doing well. This one feels like 2 p.m. That I think that's my issue. Is it's like this is 2 p.m. light. Oh, okay. I know that's what God Seven is gonna be, but I wish you waited a little longer. <laughs> like that's kind of my feeling about it. For me, I like it. I really like it. Um, I mean, I enjoyed um, their past, you know, concepts. You know, being, you know, you know, their last one, Just Right, was more like like refreshing and 
cute-ish in a way, but um, I, I do like the series look to them as well. And I don't know, the guys are looking great, and uh, Jackson looking so fine. <laughs> 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 I love Jackson. I love Jackson. Jackson. I mean, I feel bad because when I first got into God 7, you know, Mark was my bias, and then Jackson was like, nope, and just you know, took me away. Like, Mark nope. could use a little blast of personality is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. He's, I mean, I'm he's, sorry. He, like, he's a nice face or whatever, but he doesn't really have the personality. So. His dad took all the personality. Yes, his dad is incredible. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might be the issue is that his dad is like the highlight for me. Like, I want to follow Mark just to hear about stuff from his dad. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, his dad is great. But yeah, and I'm just really happy for them that they finally won their first show award. To me, that's the most special time when someone wins an award is when they have their first win. After that, I'm like, okay, whatever about them. But uh, just to see them be happy about it, the fans crying and them kind of like their eyes tearing up, you know, them trying not to be emotional on live TV and stuff. Cute. Yeah, it, it's, mm-hmm. part of me wants to be like, the awards don't matter, but I mean, they it does matter to them, obviously. It so, matters to everybody that's not uh, in the big three. <laughs> yeah, so, no, like, yeah. I it's mean, an actual showing I mean, of like, in, victory to the public. I mean, yeah, I mean, they are in JYP, but I mean, still, like I said, they were up against icons, so I mean, there is that. Um so, I should say the big two because JYP actually has to work for their wins now. But yeah. Well, yes and no. Um, Who on JYP doesn't work for their win now? Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just being real. Got Seven's been promoting for over to, a year and um, they just got their first win. I want to go on to um, a group that we are anticipating. Um, we'll. Um, Debut within uh, several days now. Um, formed on a reality show twice. Um, they've been doing a lot of uh, promotion um, upcoming to their debut for their um, Like Ooh Ah. I believe that's the name of their um, single. Um, they've had a couple few MV teasers, they've had individual teasers for the members, um, and, and, and the more that I've been seeing them, because, uh, you know, obviously when the show is beginning in 16 or whatever, yeah, 16 was beginning, we weren't sure what direction uh, they were going as far as the concept, but now I kind of see them as, they seem more of like a sister group to GOT7. I, at least in my view, is to how they're, they're being um, promoted or how their look is, is being promoted. Um, but what do you guys what do you guys think of, of Twice so far, um, what you've seen, or what are you expecting from them or hoping to expect? I didn't know this is who we were going to talk about. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the, oh, well, they're, they're, prom- <laughs> they're previous. They're it's been everywhere. No, the thing that threw me off was when you were like, the group we've been anticipating, and I was like, who are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they've been trending. I mean, it's not like... <laughs> okay. Well, I'm interested. I watched 16, um, and I was kind of... 
this sounds mean, but like underwhelmed by the talent level of everybody on that show. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little like, oh, okay, these are, this is going to be what's debuting. Um, so hopefully they've just, you know, prepared a lot more and are ready. I'm a I little... I don't like to rely on those um, reality shows showing people's um, talent at times because sometimes when you see them before they debut, you're like, oh, okay. And then once they debut, you're like, oh, whoa, where, where did this come from? Yeah, I'm hoping that's what happens because, I mean, they weren't terrible, but it was just a little underwhelming. Yeah, I think that's the thing with reality shows too because they have them – performing other people's songs and doing other people's concepts and so you, you don't really you don't really get a good sense of who they are or who are what the or what the group is going to be like i said this is the mv teasers are really the first kind of of sense that we have is what they're going to be like as a group so and I kind of am getting this, like, Got7 sister group kind of feel from them um, so far. And they recently released, like, an instrumental um, preview of their songs. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have heard it, but um, it's just only, like, a few, like, four or five. And um, obviously it's um, including the lead single. Um, and it sounds, it sounds all right. It sounds pretty good. Um, I think it's all really going to come down to how, you know, they are performance-wise. And they're already coming in with a decent amount of hype. So it depends on how they are performance-wise and how um, the Korean public takes to the song, if it's, you know, catchy enough. Um, I... I I was intrigued enough by the MV teasers, but, you know, I saw the whole zombie thing, and I was like, uh, you know, it's been done a baz bazillion times. Um, really? When? You know, they had the whole zombie thing. Last time I remember was like probably like four minutes, but that was like two years ago. Tiara, Tiara did that had too, a though. Thing. Um, Tiara did that too. Um, yeah, it, it's well, kind of like that? I kind of, oh. <laughs> that's like one of their most popular songs. <laughs> yeah, I guess. it I might like be the that's... only thing they remember, to be honest. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Like kind of, it falls into that horror, that horror genre that kind of gets overplayed a little bit. Like obviously, this is the perfect time for it given the month. Um, but it, it is there is a lot of it. I mean, BTOB has done like a horror thing. Vix has of, like made their career doing weird horror type concepts. Like there, there's a lot of like horror concepts and Frankenstein and you know you can put zombies in there. So I, I think it's a little less common for girl groups, and I think that they could do it uniquely. Like obviously, even with Tiara, theirs was a special version of their music video, so it's kind of hard to compare that one. And then Four Minutes was special too. Like it, it's, I don't know. It, I think it's fine. The the concept doesn't really bother me. Um, I'm just worried because nothing about the girls really interested me talent-wise. So I'm kind of curious to see them with actual production put into their music. Obviously, when you see them on a show, they don't have real production, and that's a that's a big thing. I mean, it's those shows are supposed to show you their raw talent and people's 
raw talent never looks as good as their actual produced talent. That's just like the life of things. I love, um, I love YB, but if he didn't have the production Mama that he had over the years, hair now. I mean, it's... yeah, I don't think that looks very good. I thought she looked great. But but yeah, I, I don't know. Like like I said, I'm I'm curious to see what they sound like with production. Like I didn't think uh, Young G, for example, sounded very good at all on uh, the the Baby Kara show. She did, and it, then she, did it. she she ends up like sounding pretty good on the record. Obviously, she's not like yeah. a vocalist; that's not her thing. But um, she does sound good a lot better, and she's clearly had put Obviously, in like a lot of work for it. Obviously, when you into the studio so. and they have all of the you know. All of the the, the stuff at their yeah. disposal, they can make you sound however you, you know, they want you to sound. So yeah, I mean, production's yeah. a production's a big part of the music business. Period. So and uh, and it's also different, like being in that recording environment because the microphones are better. You know, you can hear better what you sound like. You have multiple chances. You know, when you sing something live, it's one shot. That's it. It's all you got. Yeah. So when you actually get to sit in the booth and, you know, say your voice cracks, you can go back and not have your voice crack. Or if, you know, there's a better sound for your voice, you have a producer that can say, hey, you should actually try to do it like this, you know. So it, it it's... Um, it's more interesting to me to see the first debut with their production value and then hear how they perform it live after that um, than it is like those music sh- or those you know those trial shows um, like Kiara hinted to. You can't really judge from those. So I'll, I'll watch it, um, but I wasn't really anticipating this debut very much, so that's why I was kind of <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, Who were coming, you so, expecting, right. Tim? I thought you were going to talk about Icon when you said two different shows. Oh, we'll get to Icon. Before I get to Icon, <laughs> um, I, I do have to mention um, Girls' Generation member, kid leader, I guess she's still the leader, Taeyeon. Taeyeon yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> released her um, solo effort called I. Um, she released CMV, the song. Um, it has done very well. Um, let's see, it, it hit um, 10 million. Her MV hit 10 million views in just one week, and she's already won a couple of music show um, awards. Um, and, I, you know, I don't. I just like the song. The song. I, the funniest thing to me is that, like, the entire time during the song, I was just like imagining her, like, yes, I'm not just saying this SNSD crap anymore. Like, <laughs> the whole thing. I was just imagining. Okay. okay. Um, I was. Uh, I'll, I'll be first, I guess. Um, obviously, I'm not an SNSD fan, um, and I'm not saying it from like I hate SNSD, so I can't like anything they do. But I thought it was really boring. So. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't. Nothing about it was particularly special to me. I don't think uh, she sounds bad. Obviously, she's a very talented singer. Um, but it just. I don't know. It just wasn't special. I. I think maybe this type of music doesn't appeal to me. Um, it's like. I don't. I only know how to describe it as like kind of hipster feeling. Um, from like the whole concept, everything about it just kind of didn't do it for me. Um, but I, I could see why it charted so high because I think it's probably appealing to a lot of people. Um, and like I said, you know, her voice is really nice. I did like the song um, with uh, Verbal Gent, um, but that's it. <laughs> so, so I don't know. 
I thought the I music just... video. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, um, no, go ahead. Okay, yeah, I thought that music video was, like, really pretty, though. I could it see was. why so many people watched it. It, it came across, like, um I think like New, Zealand's New Zealand's going to make that, like, their official, like, tourism video. <laughs> right? It, they should. It's really pretty. And it's a pretty song. Um, you know, I am an SNSC fan. Taeyeon's not my favorite, though. But, um, you know, it was pleasant. It was kind of what I expected from her. I definitely didn't expect anything cutesy because she hates that. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of, yeah, what I expected. It was a pretty video, but not that memorable. Okay. Kiara, any thoughts? Mm, no, because I haven't listened to it nor watched <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I avoid people I don't really care for or like, so, you know. Okay. I, it, was a, it was a big struggle for me to, like, actually sit down and be like, I'm going to watch this thing because, like, I literally was like, if I wasn't on this podcast, I would not watch this. <laughs> so. I love that, like, Kiara, like, subtle shade. Okay, um... <laughs> um one thing She's I will honest. say about Taeyeon, though, is, like, one thing... Because I watched it, and and I was, like, the whole time, I was just, like, you know, I can imagine her just being, like, yes, I don't have to sing that cutesy crap anymore. Like, the whole song was about her being, like, free and, and, and being free to be you and me and to be herself and not be constrained. And I'm just, like, is this a letter to SM or what? <laughs> I mean, I just... <laughs> I I feel like, you know, with her and, and especially, like, her singing the OSTs that she sings and, and does, that really is where she shines and what she prefers to do. And she, you know, and obviously um, she has not, you know, been hesitant to show her displeasure before, you know, when she doesn't, you know, like performing a song or she just gets, like, fed up with, you know, the cutesiness or whatever, you know, um, that, S, you know, whatever SM makes SNSD do. Um, but, um, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's an alright song. I, you know, it's not something that I remember the melody to or <laughs> remember much about, but, um, but like everyone else said, I mean, she's a talented enough singer, so it, it Sounds pleasant enough. Um, so she'll probably win, probably um, do fairly well until the next, you know, big artist She's comes already up. won, by the way. She's had her first couple wins, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. So no, yeah, I mentioned she's won, like, two music shows so far. Two I or three or something. Yeah, I think yeah. Like, she actually had, like, her fourth or fifth one recently. So. Yeah, yeah, she's she already, she's already won. Um... But I mean, her her song like's been charting really high since it debuted, so um, that's a new surprise. Um, IU is coming back. Has anyone seen her teasers? Um, she's released a teaser uh, called "Shower" and a teaser called "Shoes." I haven't watched it. No, I haven't. Okay. I haven't, but have you seen the news about her dating <laughs> that came out 
conveniently right before. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's the only news about her that I know, to be honest, is that she's officially dating. Mm-hmm. Yedong Entertainment announced the official disbandment of C-Clown. Sorry for any C-Clown. Rip C-Clown. Fans. Rip. I pour, I pour 40 for you, so. Yeah, ripping pepperonis. I'll pour my 40 out tonight. <laughs> it was coming and we all knew it like a year ago, so sorry. Monster X and, um, and 24K uh, both released MVs. Monster X released M Hero. MV, 24K released uh, So Fly. Zion T's poised to come back with his second album, Comedian. Oh my god, yes. His music video's out. Everybody go watch it. Right now. A million views. Give it to him. <laughs> if you have, look, legitimately, legitimately off of my standbox, though, if you have not seen No Makeup and not listened to the song, it is legitimately beautiful. Like, it's so well done and so well recorded. It's very simplistic, um, which has kind of become Zionty's thing. But it's very, very pretty. And if it's anything to say, like, what the Comedian album is, it's going to be really pretty R&B stuff, and I'm really excited for it. It's very, very nice. If you like R&B, you will like this song. It's very, very pretty. Okay. We've got our endorsement from Tim. So go check out Zionty's MV. And his album, like I said, is coming out on the 27th. And I'm going to get like 12 copies of it. <laughs> 12. <laughs> OMG Girls, uh, Oh My Girl, released their MV for Closer, um, which I thought was actually pretty cool. Yeah, um, I liked it. Yeah, um, which has gotten attention because of the choreography. Um, I always like it when girl groups try you know, to do something with the choreography other than this standard, you know, whatever the you know, whatever the hell it is that they do, um, which actually um, what OMG Girls did is that they did um, kind of uh, astrological formations, <laughs> um, which is interesting. Um, if you look for it, you can find it on Tumblr or Mona. Um, they actually did, like, um, formations for, like, all the astrological signs, you know, Aries, Libra, Taurus, Cancer, um, that sort of thing, and they, they did, like, little formations, and also, um, uh, just to say, the music video is, is, is very, um, beautifully shot as well, um, and the song is not bad, um, so, um, unfortunately, one of the girls, are re uh, recently came out, uh, with anorex, that she was anorexic, I believe, Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the girls from OMG Girls. Um, I feel bad that I don't have her. Don't know. Her I name. think it's Jenny is her name, or like Jen E. I don't know all of their names, but I think that's who is the one who came out as anorexic or whatever. I believe so, that's her name. Um, you know, much support to her for um, her recovery. Um, but, um, as we've, we've covered on this podcast before and, you know, anybody that has, yeah, 
yeah, Haley is right. Her name is uh, Jin E. Um, anyone that has, you know, at least a rudimentary understanding of the, the entertainment industry, um, it's a lot of pressure. And they get put on some really ridiculous and um, harmful um, diet exercise regimens. And this, unfortunately, is not a surprising thing, unfortunately. So, um, but um, I will say that, you know, Hopefully Jenny is gets better, um, and I do like their recent. Um, I I like their choreography in general. I saw their choreography for what was it, another song that they did, like called Summer Nights or something. I I like that they like put like a, like actual effort, <laughs> and to actually do you know their choreography. It's not just posing and, um, you know, because I think girls generally have it you know, a little bit more difficult than guys as far as choreography goes. Um, size planning to return to the stage this year, um, according to his management. Not sure how, but supposedly he's coming back. Um, top Dog lost a couple of members, Kido and Cone, I believe. Um, left Top Dog. So if you are a Top Dog fan, you have my um, sympathies. Um, along with that, they released a track list <laughs> for uh, their new album, The Beat, which I'm assuming has the Departed members on there. Orange Caramel is preparing for a comeback. Uh, Lizzie has been uh, caught on video looking um, also very um, um, slender, um, more than usual, um, because it's not like she's a big girl to begin with, um, but um, it was enough for people to express some concern, so um, hopefully things are okay with her. Um, but I love orange caramel, so I'm always ready for whatever nonsense they have to bring <laughs> back. Mm -hmm. um, Kiara, I may let you... Uh, talk a little more on this because um, I haven't really kept up on this for several days. Um, but um, this is the information that I have is that as of October 6th, mm -hmm. um, DSP announced that excluding Young G, mm -hmm. um, the Contracts with um, Yuri, Sungyung, and Hara are set to expire at the end of the year. And that there have not been any decisions made as far as who is re-signing among those three as of yet. 
Before you say anything, Kiara, I want to say that like my urge to host the show last week was strictly on this topic. So I'm, I'm so here for your response to this. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, oh gosh, you guys bring this on me. I don't. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, fans actually knew about this for a while now, even before announced before there was articles about this, they knew that um, the other three members besides, you know, Young G, that their contract was coming, was going to end soon, is going to end soon. Um, I mean, I don't know, like, part of me wants them as, I want them as a group, all four, like, have, like, Young G cancel out her, con her contract and have them just go to another uh, agency. But it's kind of difficult, especially because, you know, again, Young G's contract is not over. She probably saw, because most likely her contract is about maybe five years long. So she's still, and she just finished one year, so she still has like four more years left on her contract. Um, and then, but then it's like, I know some, because also fans were kind of wondering what's going to happen because when their Japanese tour was going on, Kara Asia for, um, what for? Yeah, um, was happening. Um, a lot of people got the feeling like this might be the last, you know, tour ever. So I don't. I mean, I don't know. I would be sad if they did disband the other three members. Went and did their own thing. Um, especially what sucks with Young G because she has only been in the group for a year, and for her to not be part of the group anymore, like after everything she has to endure so far from, from fans and non-fans of the group. Um, it's just been a lot. I don't know. Why do you make me think about this? I don't want to think about this. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. You are a resident Kara fan and expert. So, I mean, I don't um, know. I don't know because from so far with their solo endeavors, you know, Hara, I mean, I liked her solo effort, but, you know, again, Hara has gotten so much flack from the Korean public that I don't think she'll ever really properly restore her image in the way it used to be before. Um, and then Kara is a group that has kind of, you know, they have gotten a lot of flack in the past few years. So for them to even try to get back to where they used to be popularity wise it they it's gonna be a tough ride and I don't know if TSP can ever take them back on that so that's why I'm just wondering if they're thinking of you know just going to get getting together in another label or something like that but I mean I don't know either way I'll support them because I love Kara and then, but I'd be really sad if there's no more Kara <laughs> but we'll see we'll see um, there, um, I don't know if you saw the news about uh, Hara being uh, caught going to the LA show for Big Bang. Yes, I, I saw that. Saw, but I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Okay. I think she's is very she interesting friends to me. with somebody. Yeah, she's like best friend. Like he's one. Yeah, of her but people have always yeah. suspected that they're not just friends. So it's very interesting that she went all the way to LA to watch the Big Bang concert. Yeah, well, you know, Sunrise like, vacation. Yeah. Too, she was yeah, like, that's what people are saying is that she went afterwards for vacation, but it still seems a little suspicious. I mean, it's Sungri. I so. support I support that couple, so whatever. I don't care. Like if it I came mean, out of like Sungri, I, 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 I don't know. Couple, I, like he 
He knows a lot of people. Knows a well, lot. The thing of is, though, even if they are a couple, I foresee her being like the. Oh, you'll never hear about it. Yeah. Well, no. I also feel like if anything, she'll she'll be like, I guess, quote unquote, the man of the relationship. Oh like, yeah, definitely. She'll be in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. even be surprised if it wasn't even an official relationship. But like me was like with Sungri, like I feel like he just knows a lot of people. Like, well, the, the, I think them. Big Bang in general knows a lot of people, but it like the big the reason that it even became a hot topic is because they've had a they had like people suspecting them before and all this good. No, but stuff. I mean like with somebody too, like with 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 women, like I think he knows a lot of women. Oh, I see what you're implying <laughs> here. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, yes. Listen, all I just care about is that she safe. <laughs> And protected because <laughs> Lord knows how many girls. So you're wild out. <laughs> I'm sure, and within that whole oh, yeah. like, that whole like idol like, uh, like, uh, whatever, that that they're very, that they're very like. I I, I just have a feeling like it. That they know like certain people. Get around more than others. Listen, June said, it him, June said it himself. The K-pop world is like an animal kingdom. Okay, so you know, <laughs> as long as y'all being safe and protected, it's all good. Just, just do it that way. Okay, that's all I. <laughs> and I just always um, think of it like high school. Like everybody knows who does what and who has what, and it's like, do it. It, it, it's, 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 it, you know. Your, you know, your decision. So, yeah. Um, okay. Seeing this two in one roundup is because uh, I learned some new things from. Um, CL CL is still getting a good amount of um, Western promotion. Um, for whenever for her album, whenever that decides to come out. Um. But I did like, um, oh, there was an article on her that said that, um, uh, that uh, while they said, um, at it, the end of the article said, asked recently what Braun's advice for world domination was, CL replied, be a boss ass bitch. <laughs> wow. CL's debut EP will be released this autumn on Mad Decent. So now it's autumn. Whenever you know that is. Um, Honestly, I'm to the point where I just want her to drop this whole Western thing and just go give me a solo album in Korea. It's fine. Like you're way you're way better as a Korean rapper, anyways. Just go drop some music in Korea. Get a bunch of features. Do your thing, girl. Like. It's fine. It's fine. You don't have to do this Western thing anymore. We're over it. It's cool. And it says her forthcoming EP opens with the glitchy banger, Hello, Bitches! Her scattergun <laughs> flow name-checking private jets and diamonds in my grill. Oh my so uh, that's what we need to look We have to look forward to. I'm already getting a headache. <laughs> <laughs> Um, of course, I had so, uh, such high know. hopes for her too. God, she's she's out of control. Somebody, somebody reel her in. Like Jesus Christ. 
Icon has uh, made their debut. Uh, they recently had a concert. 30 fans fainted. Um, YG, according to him, Winner and Icon are, will stay together for at least 10 years. Um, they won two trophies four days after debut for a song released more than two weeks ago. Because uh, they had their pre-release song. And then they had Rhythm Ta, which uh, they got in some trouble for because... Um, uh, some people felt that uh, Bobby was uh, dissing some idols. Uh, then YG um, clarified that he has no favoritism between Winner and Icon. He has equal affection between both. And um, I think that's it for the major icons icon stuff um what did you guys think of icons uh big debut as a someone who likes 17 i'm only slightly bitter about the fact that yg did that pre-release single um so he could get right in the deadline for all the rookie awards um <laughs> i'm only slightly bitter about that um, but other than that i'm I only listened to Rhythm Ta, and I liked it well enough, but I'm tainted by the whole pre-release thing. I'm just a little bitter, so. <laughs> yeah, one thing is that some people feel like Icon has already gotten some negative media play as a response to, um, I guess, how YG has promoted them. Um, with their debut, I, I mean, honestly, it came and went for me, and I didn't, I, I, you know, I, I listened to both of their songs, and I was like, they're okay, and that was it, um, and obviously, you know, they kind of had that whole thing with, you know, whether YG expressed it or not, you know, people kind of felt that he was looking at them to be kind of the next generation's Big Bang sort of thing. Um, which is, it's, it's also kind of unfair because, I mean, they're young yet. I mean, they've, you know, kind of yet to find their identity, to be honest, I feel like. So... Yeah. But hasn't B.I. been compared to G-Dragon for, like, a really long time? Yeah, yeah. His whole existence no. has been, yes. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, the whole group, like I said, people have been saying they're, the like, the next generation Big Bang, but I think that's hurt them more than helped them, in a sense, because they haven't had a chance to really figure out who they are. Um, you know... To let them be themselves or whatever, you know, however that manifests itself. 
you know, before, you know, comparing them to somebody else, <laughs> um, which is why I think they've gotten a lot of negative um, feedback along with positive feedback. Uh, does anybody else have any thoughts on Icon? Um, I guess I should weigh in as the YG fan, right? Uh, I don't. I think this this is probably the most underwhelming like debut of any YG artist ever. Um, their pre-debut track is probably the best thing that I've heard yet from them, and it wasn't that great. Um, Rhythm Ta is really boring. Like that song is super basic. It sounds like a reject Big Bang song. It's got even the same line distribution of tons of rappers and none of anybody else, so it works out. Um, and Airplane is pretty boring and basic. It sounds like a reject winner song, so it's kind of funny that they do it. Um, I do think that people are going to start getting really, really tired of Bi's voice very quickly. I already saw people complaining about it, and he's very grainy and annoying. Uh, so I don't know if he's going to work on that or if he's just going to be like, this is my image, but um, he already has a bad reputation as it is, uh, and his attitude doesn't give me any reason to believe that he doesn't deserve his bad reputation, so there's that. Um, I think there's a lot of talent in that group. Well, I wouldn't say a lot. I think there is talent in that group, um, so I don't necessarily want to see them do bad. Uh, June or uh, Junho, as people knew him before or whatever. I guess he's going by June now. Um, his voice is really pretty. He's come a long way to like actually improve it as well. Um, I think that the bullying thing has made um, international fans stand for somebody who probably doesn't deserve all the standing that he's getting, but it is what it is. Um, I don't know. Like th This group just didn't hit for me. Like, I, I don't really like Winner either, um, but I liked Winner way more than I like this set of music. Um, but maybe it's because I think that maybe this is a group Bobby shouldn't be in. Um, I think he's going to take way too much of the limelight. It's going to... It's, it's weird because the thing that made Big Bang work with such a limelight capture like Top is that there was a huge fan base for GD um, and YB before they went into it, so it never really felt like an overwhelming amount of Top uh, until he really became an actor and really became like this he's so gorgeous guy. And even then, right. it and didn't well, mess up like his all line the members distribution came too much. into their own eventually. You know? Right, and it did, like I said, it didn't mess up his line distribution too much, but when you talk about Bobby, like, the only... The two people that people talk about right now is Bobby and B.I., and people talk way yeah. more good about Bobby than they do about B.I., so it's like the shining light is Bobby. You have some people who like Junho's voice a lot, uh, too many people who think that Jin Hwan is just a wannabe YB, which he is, and then you have, like, Bobby who people think is getting too much media play, but he's the only positive member of that group. So it's kind of like, that's what they're going to do. they got to push who they got to push. So I, I don't know. I think that this is going to be the first time that I feel like a rookie YG group has come out that isn't going to deserve the rookie award that they're bound to get because they made the deadline. Um, so I think I, I one know. thing that is hurting them is that, and I mean, I don't know, People that watch them on the, the, you know, making of shows probably don't agree with me. But I feel like there are way too many people in that group. Um, I don't think that's going to hurt them at all. It's just going to hurt, like it's gonna hurt the, people feeling like the line, the line distribution is really poor. That's all. 
But I feel like that, I mean, that will automatically be solved with Icon with less people. I feel like Icon nah. does not need all of those people in that group. The line, this is the thing, right? The line distribution, if they had five people as opposed to how many people they have now, it'd be the same. Because you'd still have a member who couldn't really do anything. Like, if you take, if you take a, a Icon song and you put it next to a Big Bang song, Bobby and B.I. have about the same amount of parts as Top and G.D. The reason that it feels more overwhelming is, like you said, there's more people. But the line distribution is exactly the same. So if they had come out this way and you had the same bullying scandal, um, it would be the same. People would be upset that there was that scandal, and people would be upset about the line distribution and the fact that there's going to be one member who's just going to really not do anything. But if you look at old Big Bang songs and even some more recent ones, Sungri literally has like two, three lines at most. And then he kind of just like... Sings in the background or sings with everybody. It's all it's a YG thing to have like an art a, a member of the group that's not really utilized. Dara wasn't really utilized for anything important in, to anyone, but they only had four people, so there was you know less to worry about. Icon has this weird member who doesn't really have any purpose in the group. <laughs> like I agree that there's a lot of people, but I don't think it really matters because people would still complain about the same thing that they're complaining about now which is the fact that Bobby and B.I. are the whole song. But they're the two people, uh, it's them and, Juno and June that write for that group. It's guaranteed that the people who write are going to be the ones that have more lines. It's the reason that GD has so many lines in, in Big Bang. It's the reason the top has so many lines in Big Bang. They both write. So it just makes sense. It, it makes more sense that you write towards your own strengths as opposed to, you know, whatever else. And they're hiding... Uh, Chan Wu's weakness in not giving him a bunch of lines so everybody can see he can't sing. Like, th it's good that he doesn't have this many lines because if he had way more lines, people would be like, wow, he really can't sing at all. He sounds terrible. But you're protecting him because nobody knows how bad he is because he doesn't get that many lines. But he was terrible. If you watch the show that he was on, he was terrible. His voice is terrible. <laughs> he does not belong in that group. He cannot sing. So, I don't know, but people like him now. Like because I said, they could trim that group a little bit. I don't really think you can at this point, though. <laughs> you can't really do it at this point because the only person worth getting rid of is the guy who got bullied. Yeah. <laughs> How do you trim the group and get rid of the guy who got bullied and keep the, keep the good name of that group? It's gone. You get rid of the guy who got bullied, that's it. It's over. You're TRA all over again. Goodness. But think about well, it. Who, who would you get rid of in that group? I don't know, just a bunch of people. I I look at I mean you can't like get I, said, I didn't really pay, I I feel like Icon's debut came and went for me and like like you said for me the only people I know Bobby and BI and then everyone else is just there. And I you know, it just feels like a bunch of people taking space. I get unless you're gonna unless you're talking about trimming the group to Icon being Bobby and Bi, I don't really know what else you could get out of it. Like, um, I think Bobby is pretty much already at the point where he should have probably been standalone because of how much pushing he got as a solo. Um, it's gonna hurt them in the long run. I mean, they tried to do the same thing they did with GD with Bobby essentially, um, and uh, it's gonna hurt them I think because your other guy who's supposed to be the big deal and supposed to get a bunch of features and supposed to do all this and that, your next GD already has a really bad reputation as a spoiled rich brat whose dad got all his money, like, you know, not through good ways. So 
<laughs> how do you deal with the fact that there's only your your most popular the two people who are supposed to be your most popular members only one of them is actually going to be as popular as they should be as as you imagine them to be I should say not as as they should be um, I think that's probably the bigger issue I think Bobby is the best part of that group and the worst part of that group because he's the best unfortunately that's just my take on it. He should have just been an idol rapper. Like they should have just let him go, let him do his thing with Doki and all the those guys, and let them all handle his career, and you know, let him be the the guy who brought um, who. And I'm using quotations here. I need to stress this: who brought you know underground and idol rap closer. Like they should have just let him because be that just guy. Sound like Epic High's label or whatever the hell. Yeah, he should have been on high ground and done his little thing and been an idol rapper who went on and performed and all that good stuff and you could use him in features for freaking everything. Like you just got to push it, but they didn't do it. So, I don't know. I, I like I said I'm underwhelmed, but again, I wasn't actually a big bang fan until way late into well not way late, but until later in their career. So, it could be the same with Icon. Like I thought Big Bang's first yeah. song terrible. I, I still, to this day, don't really like it, so... Yeah, I mean, Big Bang, when they started out, I mean, they were... <laughs> I mean, you know... They, it was weren't, they weren't as good as they are now. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, you know, they were different. So, uh, so going, uh, going on from that, let's talk about I'm Pretty Rapstar. Um, some of us have been keeping up with it, some of us have not. Um, those of you who know, we did a live viewing of the first episode and tried to post it and failed several times. Uh, YouTube is now angry at us and won't let us post anything past 15 minutes long um, until October 31st. But that doesn't mean I can't post the audio from that session. So all you have to do is find the video and find um, I can pinpoint exactly when we actually start watching it and mute the video and voila you have commentary um, instant commentary um, I don't know if we're gonna do it again <laughs> um, because we have uh, missed a lot of episodes because um, um, I'm just about to recap what has been going on um, since we have not been talking about it. Um, and there's been a lot of uh, a lot of mess going on and I'm pretty rap star. Uh, so since we last watched it, um, Ash B and Ansu Min were eliminated, and also Gilmay was eliminated, but not before she read Trudy like you wouldn't believe. Um, so, Gilmay, uh, Gilmay and Trudy did have a rap battle 
on the show. Um, the lyrics were um, have been translated, and because of that, Gilmay will always be my unpretty rap star forever and ever, regardless of who wins. So this is what she uh, allegedly said um, after translations. Hey, fake, listen up. From birth, the first, your chances were yellow. Um, and then there's a, this asterisk probably referring to her skin, too. <laughs> um, I don't know why they put that there, but. Stop your Halloween cosplay. Your rap is just shit. There's no story in it. Black people, erase your black makeup. You have a lot of talents from pretending to be someone else and pretending to cry. You're really getting ahead. True? Delete. Your fake and your reality is true D. In your future, there's only you and me, Ray. You don't even have a future. Hurry and apply to JTBC Hidden Singer, uh, which is apparently a show where contestants compete with the real singer by imitating them. Your imitation rap is like squid. Pray to win. Stop eating the powdered milk that is making you get in the way of rap's growth and development. Your rap is lacking breast milk, and you need a baby's rap lesson. You're just T's follower. Old school rebirth? Do you even know old school? I don't think you do. NWA, Public Enemy, Run DMC, Jam Master J, LL Cool J. Have you heard of them? Grandmaster Flash. Old school classics. You're a little kid putting your name next to Tupac and Biggie, not knowing anything. And then Gilmay forgets her lyrics again. Um, you can't be real. Hey, you're coming at a Kyung Sung Do sister. Kyung Sung Do people are well known for being rough and tough, apparently. Are you Korean American? Go find your identity. Then Trudy said, I'm real. And Gilmay said, fake. <laughs> so that is what transpired between the both of them. Unfortunately, Gilmay was, Gilmay was, um, eliminated, but we all know what the truth is. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, so, unfortunately, Gilmay was uh, eliminated, but she will always live on in my heart. Uh, oh, Trudy, has anybody else kept up with the show? Like, I, I'm mostly asking because I want to know if I can actually talk about it since I've seen it. I have not. Okay, well, I, does anybody... Well, I mean, obviously, we just got the biggest spoilers on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> care about spoilers. Well, that's uh, not even the latest episode. I That's not even the latest episode. Well, for people who are watching the subs, that that is the latest episode because it's not out in subbed yet. The full sure. episode is not. So, um, but, but, I mean, beyond that, like, obviously... Kiara hasn't watched the show, right? You haven't seen it. Uh, Haley hasn't seen it. 
So you just drop the two biggest spoilers, which are the three girls. Well, right now. like I said, <laughs> we haven't done a, a lot of viewing in forever, so. Well, I know, but that's that's what I was saying though, is that those were technically the big spoilers. Is who went? I home. mean, is there anything that you want to say about that, Tim? Well, I, I that's what I was gonna say. If if you guys don't mind me actually talking about the show, like I could give you a no, quick run through of what I actually don't. occurred. Since you saw, you've seen it. I don't okay. mind you, like. Go ahead. So, uh, so obviously we watched the first episode. We went through all that. Um, the second episode has uh, is the episode that Hyorin had to miss for being the worst rapper. Um, the girl that didn't get to perform on the show uh, that Trudy decided Trudy got to pick somebody to not be on the show. She picked uh, Sua, um, basically because she had a grudge and Sua, you know, didn't let her or voted her as the worst rapper on the, the song, so she made her go home, which is stupid. That doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever, it did happen, um, which took us to the verbal gent battle. Basically, Jesse and Cheetah both had two different songs. Um, all of the girls got to pick what song they wanted to be on, and there was a limited number of spots for each song. Um, so they s split the girls up. Everybody wanted to be on the song with Jesse because it was kind of more of like a turn-up song. And then Cheetah's was more real and deep, and that's the song that Trudy decided to be on and Gilmy decided to be on, uh, which are the only two relevant ones in that because they actually got to promote, or they, they got to battle for that song, and Gilmy forgot her lyrics again. Even though her lyrics were way more touching, way more personal than garbage Trudy's lyrics, Trudy ended up getting the song. Um, so she got to do the feature with Cheetah. On the other side of things, um, uh, Hayes and God, who who did she go against? I don't remember who she went against because they lost. I think I think it was you, Ben, but I don't remember for sure. Uh, but on that side of things, Hayes got to do the song with Jesse, and she's a huge fan of Jesse, so it was like a big moment for her. Um, so that, that was that episode. That's why those two tracks came out. It wasn't very exciting other than Kitty B kind of telling Jesse that she should rap in Korean more and Jesse being like, you should focus on your rap all hard, which is amazing. <laughs> and they ended up like being friends afterwards and she liked Kitty B's part. But uh, it was kind of interesting. Uh, Yeezy didn't even get to compete and you could tell she was kind of burned by it. Um, the episode that came after that was the live show that we all watched at the very beginning where we got our first taste of Trudy and all them. Um, we actually got to see where that placement should have been. Uh, and that's when they decided on the first two eliminations, which as you mentioned was Ashby and Sumin. Um, they all had to compete and it was voted on by the people who watched. So when Yubin competed, obviously she won the vote in that by a pretty metric landslide. Uh, Sua came in second, and Yezi got last. Uh, Yezi admitted at that at that part that she was clearly she clearly didn't have a fan base, and that's kind of why she lost, which is true because she was the best on that song. Um, Hyorin obviously got the benefit of the doubt on that one too, but then again, Casper's garbage. Zico ended up saving Casper because I don't know he has terrible taste, as we all know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good that he did because it forced Yezi to actually have to fight for her spot, and she performed a song called Crazy Dog. And everybody who has not heard that song should definitely go look it up and read the lyrics because she goes after being an idol and how shitty it is to be an idol, which is really cool. Um, and just her whole part, like she clearly wanted to be in this competition, and that was the first time that we really got to see Yezi and see why she deserves to be in this competition. Like, she 
went out of her mind on that song. It's really, really good. Um, the next one was the episode with Jay Park as the producer, and he had two songs. Um, and ended up becoming a battle. Oh, Trudy forgot her lyrics in this one, and she screwed her team out of being able to even compete. And uh, Yubin and I don't remember who the other girl was. Somebody else basically picked Trudy because they thought it was going to be a surefire victory, and you could tell. And they got screwed by it and didn't even get to compete, which was kind of a cool moment because I got to see Trudy cry, uh, her crocodile <laughs> tears. But good, you deserve it. Uh, you should probably cry more. Get off my show. Um, in that one, Yubin battled, or not Yubin, sorry, uh, Hyorin battled Hayes? Hayes? Hayes, yeah. Uh, and Hyorin actually was better on that song, uh, shockingly. Um, she did get to sing, which I think is kind of what put her over with the crowd, is like she was way more involved in the song. Uh, Hayes sang as well because she does like to sing, um, but obviously Hyorin is going to crush you there. But her flow was actually good, and it made sense in the song. I thought it was pretty good. Um, the other competition was Yeezy versus... Sua? Yeah, that's who it was. Uh, Yezi versus Sua. Um, Sua's part was really cute, uh, but Yezi was like, she she really wants to win this show now, and you can kind of see it in everything that she does. Like, she comes a lot harder with everything. Uh, so she actually won that track over Sua, who Jay liked clearly a lot, um, but she, she went like a demon on it. And their song actually came out. Both those two songs came out, and people are really butthurt about it because there's a lot of guys on it. Um, they both have male features as rappers, and they both have Jay on the song. So there's like a pretty strong influence of dudes on it, and people are upset because too many features. I think people are kind of ridiculous because all of the all of the songs pretty much have features, and this is the first time that there are actually a lot more dudes on a song than there are girl than there are girls because the first set is literally two girls. <laughs> like people are mad, and it's like two girl rappers got both the verses, and then this is the first time that we have like a girl and a dude and a dude. So I don't think it's a big deal. I think people are just mad. Um, but overall, the show's been pretty lackluster in, like, the drama. The biggest drama is, like, Kitty B and uh, Heise have, like, a rivalry going on where Heise is hunting down Kitty B in, like, every scenario trying to beat her. Um, she lost on the live show thing and had to go to the bottom but was saved. And then on the next episode, uh, the Jay Park episode, she went after the same song that Kitty B was on regardless of it fitting her because she wanted to go against Kitty B. And she beat Kitty B, so cool. But it's like it's weird. They've they've gained this new rivalry because Verbal Gent liked Kitty B more than he liked Highs on that song that Highs ended up getting. So, um, but other than that, it's been pretty boring. Ji Yoon made her appearance uh, from Four Minute, and she's yeah, terrible. She's so bad. Her first flow on the show like was super duper awkward. She didn't sound like she understood what beat she was even rapping to, and she <laughs> made like a line about the fact that nobody really knows her group. They only know Hyena, which was hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> but other than that, like, she's bad. Uh, her flow on the show was terrible, and she lost. They, her and her team lost pretty much because of her. She was stuck with Kitty B, and um, Kitty B did good. She she was really bad. So I don't know what's going on with her. I heard she did a lot better in the the latest episode that hasn't been subbed yet, so I haven't yeah. seen it. But thus far, the two times that I've heard her, I wish I could unhear her. Like. 
legitimately, she is the worst. She makes Hyorin look like a demon on <laughs> as a rapper because she is garbage. It it's so, so disappointing because I've always liked Jean the most in Four Minute, but and that makes me sad. But an interesting thing about Yezi is that um, one thing is that um, the uh, South Korean audience that's been watching her is I feel like it's been coming around because. It came out that um, on the early episodes where, um, and I think we we watched it, where there were some um, scenes where they were talking and Yezzy didn't seem to understand what was going on. Um, she was confused and stuff. is because she actually legitimately has some sort of like hearing problem. Ooh, well, I didn't know obviously... That. The people running the show did not disclose that or make that known, um, but it got out anyway. People found out, and um, particularly viewers, and they were very um, pissed off and upset and felt that she was, um, you know, obviously, you know, that was, they were they were trying to, you know, they, they felt that was to, obviously to her detriment because, um, watching the show, it made her look like she was ineffectual, didn't know she, what she was doing. Um, when she hadn't, you know, there was an actual very, you know, valid reason for her, you know, not knowing what was going on and eating stuff repeated and, and that sort of thing. So I think that's brought a lot of people onto her side as well. Now, the new episode has come out. Does I'm going to take it to a vote. Do you guys want me to talk about it, or do you want to try watching like, it together? Oh, I'm going to watch it by myself. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to see it, so don't spoil it for me. Okay, I won't talk about it. It's not a... a not that crazy, but um, uh, I'm happy with the with the outcome. Um, but it sounds uh, pretty intense. So uh, maybe um, before Tim watches it by himself, or after Tim watches it by himself, maybe we can do another um, viewing. Uh, another thing, uh, some more I'm pretty rap star news. Um, that I don't really understand. <laughs> I don't really understand. Um, but um, I, I guess is is going to affect this show in in some way. Apparently, Unpretty Rap Star Two, the um com competitors are going to compete with the Show Me the Money forecast. In what way? I don't know. But apparently that's what's going to happen. Starship <laughs> has a rookie rapper named X EXY who is going to join for whatever reason. And Rubber Soul, um, for any of those of you who are familiar with them, they're a new goo group. Um but they rap and they kind of do pop hip hop kind of thing. 
uh, Rubber Souls Kim is going to also join on Pretty Rap Star 2. So we've got two more people set to join. And apparently they're doing something with Show Me the Money for cast members. I just don't want to see Black Knight ever again in my life. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not liking this. Because I'm sure he'll be there. I'm sure he'll be there. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's not going to pass that up. And and, and also, I, I just can't imagine, like, would it be... I mean, they've had females on Show Me the Money before, and none of them make it past whatever the preliminary rounds are. I can't imagine what what they will be doing, um, and what the point is of merging the two shows. Um, so, yeah, I. Uh, it's Korea. Is, Obviously, they want to prove male dominance. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why, why Obviously, else they want to prove that this whole rap thing is strictly for men only. Yep, exactly. Um, That's exactly what they want to do because they're freaking ignorant. And I bet you there's going to be a girl who flows way harder than any of the dudes, and people are going to be like, oh, she was okay. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. For a girl, she did all right. She's pretty um, good for a girl. Like, <laughs> all right for a girl. Yeah. Um, I so, hate this idea. Um, yeah, my expectations of Unpretty Reps are, are kind of <laughs> Why don't you let, in the see, gutter right now. But What I would um, like them to do if they're going to do this, instead of having it be a battle, why don't you bring the same amount of dudes as there are girls on Unpretty Rap Star and every girl gets a dude feature and they do a song together. That's the best way to bring the two shows together because then it doesn't make it look like a competition. It makes it look like the girls are competing with the help of another person. Then that's cool. Like this whole show has been about featuring. So why not do that instead of being like this girl versus this dude? Why not this tandem versus this tandem make a song together? This tandem versus this tandem make a song together and do it that way so that they're not competing. There's no gender bias. Like it's just too it's just a competition between the two girls still. And, like, maybe you're going to be brought up by the dude. Maybe you're going to be pulled down by the dude. Who knows? But you can still not feel like you're competing against dudes and it doesn't show any male superiority. That's how well, I think you should I think that's a good idea. I, so far, I've not seen anything pointing, like, any information as to what they're exactly going to be doing with the male cast as of yet. So... Hopefully, it'll be something along those lines and not something along what the rest of us are thinking that they will probably do. Um, <laughs> I just feel so, like I'm sick of seeing the all the guys that were on Show Me the Money for. Like, I have enough <laughs> of them. And I feel like I'm pretty rap star. It's just a good opportunity to see people that they don't show on Show Me the Money. Like... On Suman or whatever, her whole storyline on Show Me the Money was that Black Nut had a crush on her. And so I thought it was cool she came on on Pretty Rap Star and she can kind of have something else that defines her. So I'm just sick of all the people who are on Show Me the Money. <laughs> they don't need to come back. I'm just and sick of Black Nut. Or a lot of people were like not feeling that, you know, not even feeling that season of the show. 
this time uh, around. Oh, that's just so. for being little whiny brats about them being they're being idols on the show. Like it's the it's the same vibe that people got for Unpretty Rap Star Two, and they found out that there are going to be so many idols. Like grow up, whatever. I'm still on that boat of people need to grow up. So what idols were on the show? Who cares? Grow up. It's a reality show. They have to compete show. just like everybody else, and it's a reality show. How are you going to get people to watch it? Sorry, like the best the best season of that show in terms of rating and in terms of music and in terms of sales is season three with freaking Bobby and B.I. Tough. After that, idols are going to be on that show forever. You wanted, you want more rappers on that show? You should have bought more of their tracks. How about that? Tough. <laughs> Grow up. Well, with that said, um, like I mentioned... Hopefully, uh, when silliest episode is subbed, perhaps we can do another viewing. If not, we will discuss it on the show. And I would like to end this podcast because I always like to end with a little bit of Super Junior bashing because it's just <laughs> so much fun. Um, Dang. Kangen was recently on a variety show and was a humongous douche. What else so, is new? He was on... I don't even... I, I don't know the so- name of the variety show that he It was, was a song for you, I think. Because that's the show that he does with you. Amber. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's probably what it was then. Lovelies was on there. As well as Amber. Kayan was on there, and they had some sort of game that they were supposed to do with Lovelies called the Ice Cream Game. Um, and in response to that, Kayan decides to just, like, vomit out you guys to, I, I guess Lovelies showed some sort of enthusiasm, some personality, you know, it was like, yeah, let's do it. And he decided to vomit out, you guys are female idols. You need to lose weight. Um, directly to the girls. And, um, you know, and, and they're, you know, for them, you know, I have to say, they were very, you know, professional about it. But um, Kingen was a complete douche nozzle. And then um, after that, um, they had another game that they were doing. He was with um, another idol. I'm sorry. Um, I think it was another member, Super Junior, and Amber. And then um, he says, our team has an advantage because we have three guys. And Amber just sort of like, of course, since she's professional and she's not a douche, she, <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, laughs a little bit. And, um, you know, I, with Kingen, you know, I, I, I don't know. I feel like with with Haley being, you know, with this new kind, new generation of 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 
K-pop fans, I kind of came in as a new generation, you know, after the whole Super Junior thing, because most of Super Junior that I know was during their heyday, and I did not watch watch or listen to K-pop during that time. So now I see Super Junior now, and I'm just like, you know, like, what the hell? Why don't you guys, you know, get job, like, you know, get permanent jobs and, and, and you know, stop talking about, you know, younger idols they're trying to make it. Um... Heechul, even Heechul on occasion can go too far, I feel like. Um, Shindong, I'm not even going to, <laughs> I'm not even going to, like, discuss. Um, I don't know much about Kangen, but, yeah, I mean, the only safe I, one is I just Dong wanted Hing. to mention that because he was a complete asshole, and... He should very rightly, um, be, uh, you know, very, you know, very rightly be condemned because of the fact that, I mean, I guess maybe he felt because he was a senior there that he could say whatever the hell he wanted, and um, you know, I'm just disappointed somebody didn't, you know, kick him in the crotch. All I'm gonna say. Ever. All I'm going to say on this is for a dude who has a DUI scandal that forced him to go to the military early, he should probably keep his fucking mouth shut. Like, legitimately, you have no business saying anything. You should have been on your best behavior because everybody's going to come for you. Like, Lovelies is a bunch of skinny girls as it is, so to even tell them to lose weight, especially when you've gained so much weight, you fat ass, like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you even have the balls to say some shit like that? Like, th again, I hate this garbage because there's so, you see so much of it. And, like, I'm not saying that it's it's an SM exclusive at all. It's a lot of dudes, especially dudes in K-pop, especially seniors, like, they just feel like they can say all of this hot garbage, like, their opinion matters to anybody. And if it doesn't, like, this is garbage. This stuff is what makes me furious and makes me want to just dip out because I know that there's tons of people that I like that are this problematic and they just haven't been caught yet and it just it worries me because I know there's going to be a day where somebody I really like is going to say some off the wall garbage and I'm just going to be like that's it I'm done I can't do it because I can't deal with this this logic like as if these girls aren't skinny enough they try to have a personality they try to come on a show and like be somebody and you're a senior this is your moment to like highlight these people to bring them up to bring other artists together and and make them popular like lovelies needs more attention obviously they're 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 not doing bad but they could always use more attention they're rookies and instead of giving them attention you call them fat and then you have amber who has always dealt with this whole like you know she's a tomboy and all that stuff but she's a girl she's clearly a woman like she has never made it a point to just be like, oh, I want everybody to call me Opa and I want to be a guy. Like, that's not the person that she's become. She just has a tomboy image and she's comfortable in it or whatever, and that's her. So to sit there and be like, oh, you're a guy. Like, it's good that uh, Gong Chan was there, I believe is that guy's name, that was standing next to her and was like, come on now. Like, she's clearly a woman. Like, it's good that she, that he he was there 
and that she handled it like a pro and just laughed it off. But, like, that's rude, and she's on your label. She is somebody that you should be close to or at least know about. Like, to say something like that, I, I get the guys are comfortable for, with My God. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, I, I don't know. This dude needs to run off to the military again. I just wish they would take <laughs> I, all of Super Junior and put them in the military and say like goodbye. It's super, well, it's getting to I that just, point. I, I, I want them to mean, stay there. I feel like saying. it's a Super Junior problem. I will say I, I, that, you know, coming into K-pop, the thing that I knew was that Super Junior was just full of douches. That's, <laughs> you know, that's kind of like what got hammered into my head. I, I think there's an inherent problem not in SM but in Super Junior and their effect on SM as a whole because uh, you have SM, right? They are the seniors to EXO without a doubt, clearly, and EXO has a bunch of problematic people too and I don't think it's necessarily that they all get together and we're like, yeah, let's just get all these problematic people. I think that there may have been problematic behavior and um, nobody in that label checked them for it. Because it's an anomaly to me. Like, there's no other label that has a long-standing chain of dudes all being the same terrible douchebags. It's like, you know, if you go down the list, you have Block B. They're douchebags. Nobody else on that label was a douchebag at the time. Like, when they were back on Brand New Stardom, nobody else was that kind of douchebag. We didn't have any other incidents. It was just Block B and their douchebaggery. And that was it. You have, like, um, all of the other groups that have had suspect scandals and stuff, and it's not like it's a chain of people, it's just this group did it, nobody else on that label has necessarily done anything to that extent. And then you have Super Junior, who has literally, everybody has said something suspect with the exception of Dong Hae, and then the immediate group that comes out as their juniors, um, not immediate, but like the group that's big, close to their kind of concept is EXO, and they have a bunch of douchebags too, and it's it's just... And I don't necessarily think it's like they all got together, like I said, and wanted to get all the douchebags together. I think it's just uh, this idea where if you don't check behavior at the door, then it doesn't become a problem. And if you don't think it's a problem, then you'll never stop. And that's what I think the issue is, is that they never came to the impression that it's a problem. And they never had seniors and super junior that would be like, hey, dude you being a colorist asshole, you're being a colorist asshole, knock it off. Like, it's rude, and people are going to think you're being racist. But they never had that. They never had that person there to check them. So it's just trickled down, and, like, you know, we have um, some suspect behavior in EXO kind of gay bashing or implying that they would never do this kind of thing and that certain things are for girls. Like, And that's all trickled down from, like, stuff that Super Juniors also said. And it just feels like if these two groups are close, which they probably are, they're on SM, SM groups have proven to be pretty close in the past, like, how would you not expect this kind of behavior is the kind of feeling I get. You, you're not necessarily made by the company that you keep, but the company you keep does have an impact on you. And... I think this is a good show. Like, I, I mean, I, I can't say because obviously we don't work there, but I mean, um, you know, if it's company culture can also, I mean, yeah. I, I have a big thing. I, I don't know. I can't say what we can only guess what SM's company culture is based on what's what their what product what they've produced, but I mean. You know, if they if if they encourage this kind of behavior or they don't say anything about it, then you know, I mean that that obviously would 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 
be a big reason. Haley, are you are you currently in South Korea or no? No. Somebody told me they were in South Korea, or were you not the one? It was not me. <laughs> okay, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm still getting things straight. Um. Okay. So you're 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 um solidly in Arizona. Got, solidly. Gotcha. My feet in the my feet in the sand in the desert. <laughs> No, I, I, I spent a, a couple weeks in Arizona, and I, I really enjoyed it. It was very I, – I liked the sand because it was different from um, – okay, I know I said the <laughs> – I know I said the um, Kenyan thing was the last thing, but I want uh, – There you go, one adding thing, topics at the end. One more thing I want to mention because it's, it's kind of uh, – not K-pop related, more Korean culture related, and um, I personally saw it, um, is The Martian, if you guys know, is a new movie that came out with Matt Damon this past uh, couple weekends ago, um, it's doing really well at the box office based on the book, um, I went and saw it for my birthday, it's a pretty good movie. And um, basically, um, there's a couple of uh, small controversies um, that came across from the adaptation of the book to the movie. Um, first controversy was one of the characters, um, the prominent characters uh, in the book, um, last name is Kapoor. Uh, Clearly, an Indian man in the book is played by a black British actor in the movie. Um, also, um, more important, uh, more um, having to do with this discussion is there is a character in the book that is, works at NASA whose name is Mindy Park. Um, and um, I think it's, I've not really read the book, but from what I understand, is made fairly clear that she's Asian, um, most likely Korean, as her last name is Park, um, and cast in the movie with this exact same name is a tall, blonde, white girl with um, thick glasses. So... Um, there's a bit of discussion about this online, and um, I was a little interested when this made its way on Netizen Buzz because I was interested to see what uh, people were saying about it, um, uh, or what uh, South Korean people would say, if anything, about it. Um, and the article that was uh, translated, or there was pulled from Newsin via Nate was Martian original Korean character was cast as a right act, white actor director's race controversy um, just for some background the director of the Martian um, uh, was oh, fuck what was his name same director of Alien Ridley oh, Scott yeah yeah Ridley Scott um, who also um, Unfortunately, directed a movie, I think this past year, um, about Moses, 
um, that was a, about a bunch of Middle East people, and he Egyptians, and he cast uh, almost uh, exclusively white people in all the roles, um, and then had um, a crap excuse for it. Um, but um, I will admit he did a fairly good job on this movie. Um, so the um, top comments that were translated on Nettas and Buzz um, concerning the character of, of Mindy Park. Um, maybe the character didn't feel the need to, the director, I'm sorry, didn't feel the need to specifically cast an Asian actor, but it does put him in comparison to the Maze Runner director, um, which I've never seen the Maze Runner or read it. I do know that there's an Asian guy in the movies. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure what they're referring to. I haven't read the books, but I saw those movies. Um, oh, okay. So I don't know if there was another character that didn't, that was Asian and didn't, and was cast white or something like that. I yeah. believe that the majority of that cast is uh, of different races, and that's what people were upset about is because it's a lot of white people. <laughs> and it was supposed to be like, there was supposed to be a ton of, uh, of all the races, I think, but I haven't read the book, but I believe that's what people were complaining about, and I think that one of the most important characters is casted poorly in the movies. It might be the main mm -hmm. character. The main character might not have been white. I'm not positive. Oh, okay. okay. Kind of I'm like not, the again, Hunger kind of Games where it was... Somebody. The Hunger Games where it was kind of... Uh, you know, it wasn't really spelled out, but, I mean, obviously it's Hollywood. You know what they're going to do. Um, so... Uh, and then also uh, another comment, just so some of you know, it's not Koreans that started this controversy, but the foreign media outlets. Um, the lax best replies are so frustrating. People just don't know when to stand up for themselves. The reason there are so many black people in movies <laughs> is because black people will not watch it at theaters if there isn't a black actor in it. It's because they paved the road like that for minorities that Westerners are recognizing that a white actor being cast for a Korean character is problematic. Why can't we just agree that it's controversial instead of acting like we're too cool to care? They're giving us Asians a chance for success, but some of us are too busy flipping the table over. And then, well, isn't he the same director who cast a white man for Moses? And, um, <laughs> oh the reason there's a chance the director is racist is because the original story had a clear premise where the author believed the future of NASA would have more women working in it alongside various ethnicities. The original author also specifically stated the characters were Korean and Indian. This is not also not the first time this director has been in race controversies. Um, the director has to be lying that it's hard to cast an Indian actor, which is very true. He's lying. I was actually really looking forward to this movie. Turns me off from it now. The problem isn't that he didn't stick to the original characters, but because the director is clearly a white supremacist. He's not obligated to stick to the original characters, but you can't help but be suspicious considering this isn't his first race controversy. It is a bit unfortunate. Would have enjoyed the movie more if he had cast a Korean actor. 
I think Koreans are more relaxed when it comes to race issues because we're not a multiracial country. Americans, on the other hand, face race issues every single day in their lives and realize what a big problem it is. Of course, Koreans wouldn't be able to tell the difference since we've never experienced it. I can see this being a problem in American society. So I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was interesting. Um, I knew of the issue before I saw the movie, and then when I saw that it was covered on Nez and Buzz, I was like, hmm, you know, because I, I did want to know what, you know, what some, you know, South Koreans were saying, if, you know, anything. Um, since it is a foreign, it is a foreign movie, and, you know, they made, you know, I could understand them not really having much, you know, if anything to say about it since, you know, they may not feel like, well, it's not an issue for them to be really involved in because it's, it, you know, it, it's a, you know, the all the characters are American and, um, you know, they may not see it as a big deal. But um, I did find some of the comments to be pretty insightful. Um, so, um, yeah, there's that. Um, the thing with, with me is, um, seeing as I did see the movie, the character of Mindy Park, um, she's she's got some she's got some notable scenes, but she's also not really much more than a supporting character. So I think a a lot of the outrage also comes from the fact that it wouldn't have changed or affected anything for them to have cast a Korean woman or an Asian woman in that role at all. Um, because the role was that not important. The, 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 the Kapoor, the man named Kapoor, his role was, was, was significantly bigger. But Mindy Park, um, I think the big thing is in the movie she, and I don't think this is spoiling anything, because you can figure this out from the trailers is she's the first person that realizes that um, Matt Damon's character is still on Mars and so that's kind of her big moment and then after that you kind of see her in bits and pieces throughout the, the movie and like I said it would not have affected changed it, it, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been anything for them to just say, okay, they wrote this character as an Asian woman, as a Korean woman, let's cast a Korean woman. Like, I, I think that's what most people's frustration is, is that it it wouldn't have been any issue at all, you know, there's for them to do that. Um, but... <laughs> Um, that's a little bit beyond the scope of what we typically talk about, but I just wanted to mention that because that, 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 uh, you know, those kind of issues do strike me and I find them interesting and, um, like I, I said, I, I just, like with Rid Ridley Scott, I don't know if it's just him, well, I know it's not just him, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. Um, with this Hollywood, ridiculous but... though. Like, I, I don't know. I can't get on board with like the the backlash that he that that's coming from this. Like, because he already 
miscasted a important character who's more important. Like, yeah, so a, an Asian got played well, no, by a white I'm girl. Not, yeah. Oh, well, I'm not saying that that's not an issue either. Um, and I, you know, and for me, that's a even more. <laughs> for me, I'm I'm personally conflicted because uh, I think it's uh, Chiwetel Elfingor. I I can't say his name correctly, but um, he's the other British black actor that is not Idris Elba. Um, that plays the, um, the the man named Kapoor, and it's like. You know, I was like, I'm glad to see him there, but at the same time, it's like, dude. And then they kind of waved it off in the movie as, I think they tried to explain it as, oh, well, his mother was Hindu or something like that. Like they like they, it was, it was like the weakest explanation ever. Um, but well, here, here's the thing, right? This this yeah. is my thing. I. I think that, especially when it comes to movie roles, uh, people are getting a little too sensitive about certain types of roles, right? Um, in this case, like, yes, a an Indian was played by a black person, but in the grand sc- scheme of things, at least it wasn't a white guy. Like, I think we kind of got to take the loss here and just be like, yeah, it sucks that they didn't cast this properly as the book had written it. But at the same time, it's not an exact replica of the book. That is something you have to take into account. It's not historic. Like, to me, movies that are based on, like, history, and you mess up the, the, the race or the gender, like, unless it's unless it's one way or the other, right? But um, if you mess up, like, the race in a historic movie, like a movie about Moses, you need to go. <laughs> you need to pack everything up. And you need to go. If you take a movie about Egyptians and you make them all white and the only black people are playing slaves, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, you're you're crazy. You're out of your mind. But when it comes to, like, a movie that's about a book, which a lot of books have a lot of interpretation, yes, should there be more, uh, should there be more mixed race, uh, culture and and uh, appearance and visualization in movies, yes, I totally agree, and I'm totally on board with that. I'm totally on board with gender-bending a lot of these famous roles. I think it's great. Um, I'm totally on board with, um, you know, uh, black people and uh, Asian people and all of that taking way more roles uh, away from the white-dominated industry of Hollywood. But in but this case, like... the thing is that the, the, the role was originally... So we're looking at roles that were not even originally, you know, assumed to be white people. They were originally right, and I, I get that. Mindy Park. I get, and, and I, I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Hold on. Yeah. I get, I get what you're saying, and I totally see what you're saying there. But I think because there's, this is my issue. Is like in the grand scheme of things, what are we gonna say is a bigger deal? Like to you, maybe it's a bigger deal that an Indian was played by a black person, but the majority of the public, the bigger deal is that an Asian person was played by a white person. And I get it, and I understand, but I don't think that's really newsworthy because her role isn't that big in the movie. Is it bigger in the book? Supposedly, that's what I heard is that it was more important in the book, but in the the movies, her role isn't that big. So it's not like 
you're talking about a main character getting their role robbed. It's not like the main character of this book or, you know, this book originally and then in the movie was changed from, like, an Asian dude to a white guy. That would be an injustice. That's criminally injustice, in my opinion. But a minor right. role... Like, I don't really think it's a big deal. I think this is an issue where people are making it a bigger deal than it probably should be. Should they have gotten an Asian? Yes, I do agree there. But I don't think it's worth making a big deal about if you're not going to make a big deal about the fact that a black man took the role from an Indian. And you're not going to make a big deal about it because that's not that big of an injustice. And I also agree that it's not that big of an injustice because both of these two races are together in this battle. Like, in the grand scheme of things, everybody that's not white is united in this battle to have more presence in in uh, Hollywood and it it as a whole as a unit we're all kind of together in like yeah it's not that big of a deal right like I would much rather if I wrote a book and it had um, an Indian person in it for example and they decided to cast Idris Ilba as that person I would much rather prefer that over like Brad Pitt playing this dude I would much rather have Idris Ilba have been Lone Ranger and not Johnny Depp like, for example, you know, obviously it's not the same, but if you were like, you have to take one or the other, I'm going to take Idris Elba any day of the week. Like, guaranteed, any any actor of color, regardless of the color, is what I'm going to take over it because we, because as a unit, the representation for that section of uh, people is undervalued in Hollywood completely to the point where, like, people think movies won't sell when you put people of other races in movies. So I get it. I just don't think we should make a big deal about, like, this tiny role that an Asian missed out on. Like, yeah, it sucks, dude, but yeah, I don't really and think it's that big I, a deal. I agree with a lot of your argument, and, like, I think ultimately, like, I was surprised that there was even anything on that is in Buzz about it because I didn't think it was even going to be mentioned in Korean media, to be honest. I didn't think anyone would even mention it. Um, because, like I said, the role is so small. But um, I think ultimately for me it's just that for people of color, roles are so hard to come by that honestly every role is important because, I mean, we can't make any kind of impact if we have nothing to work with. So, you know, if there's, you know, if we don't see Asian people on screen, and there is, and there are Asian other Asian people in the movie. Um, China actually um, plays uh, a, a not a big role. I think it's bigger in the book, but um, the nation of China, you know, is 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 involved in in the whole Mars thing, and there's a a, a couple of uh, actors that speak in Chinese, and there's an actor um, that is uh, Chinese American, and you see him uh, a fair bit. And I think I feel like they kind of, um, kind of used him as like, you know, kind of their mea culpa for Mindy Park. I, I kind of felt that way, but um, but ultimately, I feel like with those kind of, and that's just my personal opinion. I feel like, you know when there's, you know, if there's nothing, you know, then there's no, there's, then there's no, you know, advancement at all. It's better to have something than nothing. But that's getting into um, other things. Um, like, I was surprised they was mentioned at all. Um, and I think in general, South Koreans probably 
<laughs> didn't really um, care much about it. Um, or, well, I mean, I'm sure they did care about it, um, but I don't think it was a big deal over there as it was um, in some uh, places here, you know, I saw online where people were, you know, kind of outraged. And um, because the book was, was very popular before it became a movie, which was, you know, like right away. Um, and with that said, um, I uh, highly... Um, Recommend The Martian if you have a weekend or two to spare at the movie theater. It's a nice uh, little pop, a nice popcorn movie. Um, I uh, greatly recommend seeing it in 3D if you are going to see it. And um, that was my birthday weekend. Was <laughs> seeing The Martian and then seeing Big Bang Live. Um, is there anything um, that anybody wants to um, bring up before we close everything out? Um, anything personally that uh, anybody wants to say about K-pop or Korean culture or just about their we their weekends or anything in particular? No, I'm good. Kiara? She, she had to leave. Oh, I always miss when people leave because I always... Like, you don't look at your chat, God. God, sorry. <laughs> Keep behind the uh, curtain. But she's laughing at wherever she is. She's laughing at Trudy with us. Okay. Um. Uh. Finally, I just wanted to again, um, hand clap for Haley. Thank you for joining us. I hope we have many more podcasts with you. Um, Thank you. It was truly a pleasure having you with us. And, yes, um, hopefully from here on out, <laughs> we can have a semi-regular schedule um, now that um, I'm back in the land of the living and um, uh, have some more goodies for you guys, including um, the audio from uh, I'm Pretty Rap Star, Episode 1, and also my video diary of um, uh, Big Bang in New Jersey. So um, look out for that on our Twitter. And also, Tim, if you would like to um, do the rest, that would be great. All right. Thank you for joining another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, please check out our website, notyouraveragenetizens.squarespace.com. Uh, we also have a Tumblr that Shannon mostly is all over. Um, that is notyouraveragenetizens.tumblr.com. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. Uh, if you are listening to the show on iTunes, thank you for subscribing to us. It really does mean a lot. Uh, if you could rate and comment, that would be wonderful. If you... Um, like like we've said, if you leave a comment, we we do read them. Um, I want to read them on the air, but I did post the last ones in a screenshot on Twitter, and I think it got retweeted. So uh, we are looking, and thank you so much, you guys, for listening and subscribing. It really does mean a lot. Uh, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, thank you as well, and please comment there. Um, if you want to find us on either of them, SoundCloud.com/slash NotYourAverageNetizens or on 
iTunes, you can search for Not Your Average Netizens. Um, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics that you would like us to hit that we haven't hit, you can email us directly at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. And last but not least, you can find us on Twitter, uh, NYA Netizens. Thank you, Murdy. Murda, you do that like a pro. All right, so thank you again. Thank you guys for joining us, and we are out. Thank you. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye.